Hello and welcome to The Jerick Show. We uh, had last week off because I was on holiday, so I'm back fully refreshed and uh, good to see you as well, Eric. Hey, it's always great to be here and, and discuss these ever-important topics. It is indeed, it is indeed. So we'll move on to how you're about to double your Bitcoin fortune, but um, talk us through, what what's the big news story this week? Yeah, so the big news story I saw this week is about how Joe Biden is trying a new way to campaign. Him and Barack Obama got together, and they decided to uh, to become very um, you know well known in social media circles by giving away Bitcoin. Uh, as you can see here, you know they're they're giving away uh, doubling Bitcoin for everybody that sends it to their wallet. Um, so, you know, obviously, no, <clears throat> this is the Twitter hack we saw go on here. Um, pretty crazy thing that happened this week um, across the board. You know, not only was it Joe Biden and Barack Obama, but it was Elon Musk. It was Bill Gates. It was the actual Apple account. <laughs> I was like, oh, great. You know, like they're ever going to give anything away. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, this was pretty crazy. Um, and it was insane because the way that this happened, um, you know, Twitter came out and they said that uh, they were targeted by uh, some some pretty significant and pretty targeted social engineering attacks, which that's kind of a no-brainer. I mean, you know, yes, it's technical, um, you know, a technical place, but so often you and I, we, we see the social engineering attacks going on so much. It's just not a super big surprise to us, right? That's right. That's right. And, and you know, that it's also a testament to how good actually a lot of the technical controls have gotten in terms of like preventing people from getting in. So if you're, if you're like patched and if you've got the right technologies in place, then it's very difficult for someone to just come in through the front door and try to like, you know, Twitter's not a website yeah, that you're going to find a SQL injection vulnerability on, let's put it that way. So um, account takeover is not easy. So the, the best way, the tried and trusted way is trying to get access via someone that does have full, full admin privileges there. And, and it appears as if that's what's happened here. And that's how they got in. So, so once the bad guys were in, they had full access. Uh, they didn't start World War Three, thankfully. They uh, didn't cause the stock markets to crash. What, what exactly was their MO? Yeah, so the MO here was actually to make some money, apparently. So by doing this, what they basically did is suckered a bunch of people into sending um, Bitcoins to their wallet, thinking that they were going to get it back. And what made this actually effective was the fact that they used the, uh, the verified accounts these weren't fake accounts. These were verified accounts that had happened on, right? And so uh, last I saw, they'd made like about 120K, which really is a drop in the bucket considering the amount of access that this individual had here. And, you know, let's be clear. It looks like what happened is, and, you know, this is all still breaking news, but it looks like what happened is the attackers got access to the essentially the admin panel for Twitter where they could get in and do stuff with accounts, right? Um, obviously, this is the crown jewels. Somebody got into the crown jewels um, one way or another. Now, the social engineering piece, it's interesting because we're hearing stories of potentially somebody having paid off somebody uh, to allow this access. Um, who knows? Now, social engineering comes in many different flavors. It's not just a phishing email. Sometimes it can be, you know, whatever to get people to do certain things, right? It, it's really getting people to do an action that isn't beneficial to them for the most part. So it'll be interesting to see as this clears exactly what happened. But you're right in the fact that we are super lucky that 
this was the worst of it, right? If, if people lost a couple bucks in Bitcoin, um, it could have been so much worse. And if you remember back when the AP account got uh, hit in uh, um, with Twitter and they tweeted something about a bomb in the White House and, you know, uh, when Barack Obama was in and uh, the stock market took a, a quite a dive just for that few minutes after that, right? There's a lot of power in these social media places uh, and, and platforms. There is indeed. There is indeed. A friend was uh, reminding me. He told me about this story about this firm that got breached. Uh, well, their their Twitter got dot uh, account got taken over, and so what the the bad guys did? They they actually tweeted out. It was a large public company. Uh, we've been uh, suffered a major hack. That, so the bad guys themselves said, tweeted out from the official account. We've suffered a major attack. Um, you know, we're, we're investigating it. it. Looks like lots of data has been stolen, or whatever potential like thing, and and the share price tanked. And uh, because it's a large public company, their comms people were slow. You know, legal gets involved, and like yeah. So share price tank. The bad guys <clears throat> went out and bought a bucket load of shares, <laughs> and then they tweeted again from the the corporate account. False alarm! Everything's under control. It was just like a third party that that misconfigured system or something, and everything. And then the share price went back up again. Right, right. Buy low, sell high. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's brilliant. You know, but this actually illustrates the power that is in social media these days, and what what a platform like Twitter or Facebook has, and the effect that it can have on people. You know, um, you, you look at our political leadership these days and and some of the stuff that's going on there they really easily could have caused some significant issues uh had they actually gone after something like you know uh, donald trump's account and and said something even more outlandish than sometimes is already there <laughs> that's right that's right so so actually turning this to, to another point i think it's important to look at some of the positives that come out of incidents like this because Hey, let's face it, we all suffer incidents that at some point or another, every company is, is liable to it. So it's very easy to say, well, Twitter should have done this, they should have done that, and, and you know, throwing stones. But I think one thing they done really, really well was uh, their instant response communication plan, at least, was was absolutely spot on. And if you if I just share the the screen, you can see this is Twitter support and um so they're very clear that we're aware there's an incident. That that's that's where they start off at the top. They they say that we're aware of an incident. You know something's happening, and then they're like straight into like, oh, okay, here are some of the things you might not be able to do certain functions: tweet, retweet, change your passwords, what have you. We're looking into this, and and, and they're thanking people for their patience. So that so they're being very clear. Um, then they're like, okay, we're 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 working to put things back to normal. Some accounts should be able to tweet. Um, okay, investigations ongoing, but here's what we know so far. I yeah. love that one right there. I really yeah. And, and, and this is such a critical point because you know the people don't really care whether you know everything or not. What they want is transparency at this point, and this is what Twitter is providing. And and also this demonstrates that their incident response internally is working well. They've got the procedures there. They're gathering the relevant information, and here's how they they're, they're feeding it out. Um, so this is where, where where your point is. You know, we've detected uh, social engineering uh, potentially. Uh, we know that they've they've got access to. Oops, I've clicked through. Uh, we 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 know that they've um, 
got access of uh, many high visible accounts. Uh, once we became aware, we immediately locked down. They go on to say, hey, this was, we, we understand. This is difficult, but it's an important step we had to take. And these aren't easy decisions to make. You, you, you know, just as well, uh, Eric, that when you're in the, in the middle of an incident and you've got people saying, we need services back up again, it's really hard to make those tough security decisions and say, hey, we're, we're not going to give back control to the users quite yet. Let us keep, keep these things locked down for a bit longer while we find out exactly what happened, how it happened, you know, and, um, you know, so so they, they went through and, and all of these were within a space of a three, four hour. So it wasn't like a daily update. This was like within three, four hours. And as you can see that it, it goes on and on this, this like two days ago and like, you know, they, they're going on about, you know, based on what we know right now, we believe approximately 130 accounts were targeted. Uh, you know, they, they're, you know, able to send tweets from their accounts. We're working with those owners. Um, you know, it's it's so so refreshing that organization is being so transparent and they're trying to keep you up to date with what's happening. And, and I think that for me as a user of the service, it, it gives me confidence that yeah. you know yeah. what they're doing and they're, and, and they're trying to be transparent about it because an incident can happen to anyone. So I, I often ask, like, you know, if your organization suffered that breach, would you have the process in place to be able to within three, four hours, provide so much transparency and so much information to, to your stakeholders. Yeah, you know, you use the word refreshing and that's actually what came, it was in my mind when you said it because it is refreshing to see that. So many times, you know, organizations will kind of try to, to, to cover up what's going on. And, and you're right, you know, we're in a world where you're gonna have an incident of some sort at some point in time. It's a matter of the severity or, you know, how, how public it is and, and that sort of thing. Uh, but it is a big deal, uh, at least in my opinion, to see how the people react to that. And I really think that helps the survivability of the organization afterwards or reduce the impact is how, how upfront were they? I mean, if you look at the blowback that happened on like Uber for trying to cover stuff up, that's not good. So I, I love what they did with Twitter here, which was give you the information that they had. Obviously, they can't tell you all the details because that's going to be part of the investigation, right? Yeah. You can't tip your hand on everything. Um, but they were actually just going, hey, we, we see you. We, we understand. We're working with you. And the response to that is so much different right? Uh, you know, it's kind of like you and I, we travel a lot. Um, and, and when airlines, you know, when you're standing there at the gate at the airport and, uh, you know, they're like, oh no, the plane's on time and you're supposed to board in four minutes and the plane's not even at the gate. And they're like, no, it's all good. Right. You, you're, you kind of go, come on, you know, really, I'm not an idiot. And, and the difference between that and airlines that are like, Hey, you know, this is what's going on. Got late getting out of somewhere. We'll get you on as soon as we can. That is just, it's a hundred percent different, right? Uh, it's actually one of the reasons I left one airline and went to the other because I was tired of that happening. So we got to think about that in our response plans is yes, we need to be as transparent as possible without giving away the stuff that we're working on, obviously. Um, but the difference that that has on the, on the uh, consumers or the, the customers is huge. It is. It is. So before we go, before we wrap up, Eric, you um, you saw these tweets come out. Apparently, you sent a few bitcoins over. Have they been doubled and sent back to you? 
<laughs> no, no. As a matter of fact, they haven't. Um, you know, <laughs> I actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. You make fun. I don't have any Bitcoin. I could have <laughs> bought it at thirty-five bucks. I remember back when it was thirty-five bucks, and I was like, ah, oh, that's a waste of money. Yeah. Uh, I, I think everyone remembers it. it yeah, really, it makes me like, sad. If only I'd bought Apple shares when yeah. in like ninety-eight when I. <laughs> 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 Makes me think of the uh, the Forrest Gump. Oh, apparently I, I, I invested in some fruit company. Yeah. And they, they said I don't have to worry about money anymore. Right. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> well, with that, um, it's been a, a sad week for, for Twitter, but it's also been a, a massive silver lining, I think, for Twitter. Uh, with that, stay secure, my friends, and hope you have a wonderful week.